Yo, welcome to the My City Podcast. So we'll just say D and K, yeah. Uncle Soft. Oh, you want Uncle Soft? Let me know now, fam. Uncle Soft, yeah. Uncle Soft. Uncle You're taking the Uncle piss, man. Soft. Uncle Soft. How do you spell it? I need an alias. I, I can't lie, I'm not calling you Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Soft. Because I know what, you're Asia. <laughs> so we're here representing the Curve podcast. Right, say so that, that's, yeah, that's what they're saying. Uh, yeah, Uncle Soft. What do you mind say? You ready? Go yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to My City Podcast, um, episode 29. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to our last episode, um, which was a Q and A. Um, you got Sam on the mic. You've got your boy Ire. What you saying, bro? What's good, people? Oh, we have, uh, as Sam said, thanks for tuning in to the last episode, Q and A episode. We tackled some questions from the audience, such as what are mommy issues, whether they're only for guys. That's enough. Now that was issues? a sticky one. What, what mommy issues? Whether they're only for guys or whether girls can have mommy issues. What are daddy issues? Whether only girls have daddy issues or whether guys can have daddy issues. Um, why a lot of girls who are pretty got good jobs, good pe- personalities are still single. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad guy, bro. You know. what, what are mommy issues? Sorry, I'm interrupting. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Uh, one, we're that uh, just a quick recap. What is it? In so, the line? so we, so we I said. I <laughs> obviously we got the wonderful guest from the curve today. We've got hey. D. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and we've got the beautiful Ace. Oh, I can't say your name, no? Nah? Uh, uh, we've, go we've got Ace. Oh, Miss, Miss, um, okay, anyway, it's cool. Yeah, alias is only. <laughs> Let's go with that. Alias, alias is, only. is only. So we've got Ace, we've got D, and we've got Uncle Sov. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So you've got the Curve Podcast in the building. Minus. Um, One is missing, unfortunately. <laughs> right, and that's at Curve Podcast, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll, do, we'll do social yeah, we'll media. So yeah, so if you ever listen, please then recap into that last episode, yeah? And, oh. we, and we've also spoke about why a lot of people who seem to have great attributes such as a good job, good looks, are uh, single. And I said that's because those characteristics are still the bare minimum. There's nothing, there's nothing special about that. You should mm. have that anyway. Okay. Yeah, and I got attacked, but you know, I got attacked. You know, keep uh, send send your, your views, um, leave a review, subscribe, subscribe to Curve Podcast. Aish will plug cool. in later on as well. Cool. And uh, uh, today, we'll uh, cool. So there. today, basically, we want to have a um, discussion about the education system in the UK. We thought these would be great guests to get on to, you know, get their perspectives. Um, Asia is Aish is um, the head of year at a, at a school which features predominantly black and Asian kids. So it would be good to kind of get your take and also our friend from the curve as well. Um, so yeah, and ultimately, you want to look at how the education system is mainly towards black people, um, how it is against black people how it is currently for black people, because obviously it's not totally against black people, and how we can improve the educational system and also our own experiences. And we'll talk a little bit about the oh. guests. Right, come on, let's quickly get into the guests before we get into the topic. So, Curve, guys, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah, let's go. Right, you got Uncle Sov here. <laughs> um, well, I'm not in education. I don't work in education. I work in finance. Cool. I work in <laughs> banking. Okay. <laughs> But I do mentor a lot of young people and I do deal with a lot of, of young people and I am a race warrior, so I always get that Maybe. started in the issue. I'm for the people. Come on. And when come I say on. the people, I mean black people. Love that. So <laughs> I, I think the education system does need to work for us. So we'll get into that later, but mm. I mean, I'm just giving you a little bit of foreplay Maybe, before Maybe. we get to the real thing. <laughs> I suppose you've got alcohol in there as well. Bad guy. There's no alcohol, I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a child of God. Wait, wait. Wait, the You're are a bad guy, guys. you know. Oh, listen, it's a Sunday as well. This drink here is Brown Rabina. <laughs> so I'm D. D. I'm also on the Curve podcast. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm with Uncle Sov and his drunken self. <laughs> um, so I work with kids as well. No, I work in finance, but I work with kids on like the offside. The Curve work works with kids as well through yeah. like projects and stuff, like yeah. schools projects. So this is a very interesting topic for us because. I believe the education system is set up for black people to fail, mm. but no one believes me. So I'm just going to sit here we'll humbly. We'll and, we'll and we actually okay. met at the Dishonomics live event 100, 100. where we spoke about private school education versus pub- yeah, yeah, public yeah. school education, yep. which is that's, quite interesting as well yeah, to, that's to, to sort of bring it back around. Did, you, so, did yeah. you go through private or public? Do you know what? I said private at the time, but I didn't have a chance to nuance my argument. You don't know what you went? Oh, what school did I go to? I thought you meant what argument did I give up on the show. No, I went to state school. So but I went to school in Nigeria for a year, so. So you're, you're, you're like us, but not like us. That's what why you're so angry. 
Wait, in Nigeria. So <laughs> <laughs> well, that, inter- that internal oppression. That anyways, anyways, Wait, yeah. so are you saying you prefer private school? Or you think that's better? Well, the Just majority pr- of schools in Nigeria are private, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my education ex- excelled in Nigeria. And then I came here and I was just... Interesting. All right, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll exactly. get into that. Asia, what about you, Asia? Um... Yeah, I'm Aish. I'm not gonna lie, can we just um, say your name? Yeah, can we just say your name? No. Yeah. Do you know what? I struggle to say it myself. Asia. Okay, cool. We'll we'll bleep it. Um, <laughs> I am in my third year of teaching. Um, I did a lot of kind of voluntary work and projects with teenagers while I was at uni. When I left, I went straight out and did a program that meant I went straight into teaching. Um, I did my two years of training and stayed in the school where I was placed. Cool, and um, can we say the name of the programme? No, I don't think we can. Oh, but is it... Uh, no, 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 it's a midget- but it's right, bait, cool, that's fine, that's fine. Okay, cool, cool. Just right. to protect our young people. Yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. for real? Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, cool, so let's dive straight into the topic. So, um, you know, kind of a feeler, opening, opener questions. Um, what do you guys think, just a general vibe? What do you think of the state of our current education system? I can see D giving me a smile. Yeah, what, what what would you say is an educational system and what makes a good educational system? And then, and, then, and then I guess we can say what the current state is. All right, cool. The education system is fine, right? It's about young, yes. It's about young people not taking responsibility and taking advantage of the opportunities that the system Are you playing devil's advocate? No, I honestly believe that. Uh, as we're, I said... We're gonna, uh, we're gonna go as I said, I went to state school. Wait, I, no, what's an educational system was his question. So yeah, what is an educational system? Don't, don't give system? your opinion just yet. All right, you guys give us a definition. What is it? Oh, I don't know. I want to hear you guys, isn't it? Well, we don't, uh, I know what educational is. I, yeah. I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess edu- um, educational system is about the frameworks and institutions behind providing an education for the citizens yeah. of a particular country. The curriculum... The what age you're expected yeah. to go to school, how they enforce discipline, what rules they put what in they teach above what the exams, all yeah. that kind of stuff makes up the education system. Ish, you're a teacher. I think you're the best qualified <laughs> to tell us. Um, okay, so our current, what, overview of our current education system? Is that, was, that, was my definition of education system correct? Yeah. Okay, cool. Anything you want to add? Um, I'd just you. say kind of important <laughs> to, like, the discussion we're having. We spoke about private and state schools. But within your state schools, you also have to bear in mind you've got your your grammars, you've got your selective schools and your mm. non-selective schools. Mm, um, and schools. all of that has an impact on, unfortunately, the quality of education that people receive. And there's definitely a, an so, inequity in the ooh. system. You've got a teacher boy from the middle. What's inequity? Lack of equal opportunities for okay. one. Okay. So it's hard to blanket that education system as sort of one thing because, you know, there's sort of different, different nuances beyond... Um, That's interesting. So we're saying, are we saying that someone's educational system could be different to another person's? Of course. Okay, cool. So um, it depends what perspective you're looking at it from. If you're looking at it from, okay, blanket education system for the the population, for the country, then it's divided into all those things, isn't it? If you're looking at the individual and the education system that they encounter, which aspect of that system they go through is up to them is it's not up it wasn't up to you it wasn't up to you whether you went private school or not, not I, up to I, them that they I choose see your point individual in, to I them. see your point in up to them in what they make of where they are but no, I don't, I don't whether you go to private school or yeah I didn't mean up to them I mean it's individual to them yes like whoever yes. that child circumstance okay, is so individual yeah. to your circumstance the, edu- the education system that you as you perceive it is individual to you exactly superb Alright. So we might have two different experiences. Yeah. But be completely. like in the same borough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. No, I've got nothing cool. to add to that whatsoever. Right, so what problems do we see with the education system then? So I would start, sorry. <laughs> this is D. The educational system in my my opinion it was set up for black people to fail only because if you look at um the system, so you have like the Stephen Lawrence just done a um I believe they did some sort of survey, they looked at like local educational authorities, they looked at six particularly and they looked at the actual like the what is the word curriculum no they looked at the now nah, i sound stupid from your podcast this is great. <laughs> they yeah. looked at the um academics of the children coming in when they were five years old and looked okay. they analyzed them and saw that like, where they placed and they saw that black children on average specific to that like, one local education authority were had like 20 points above like the national average so they were doing really well at age five you said at age five by the time they left the education system yeah 
they were 20 points below the average. Ooh, and if you look at the other five boroughs, yeah. it's almost like, Similar. yeah, there's, sub- there's correlation between like these black children came in and they were doing fairly well. Mm. And then when they were leaving, they were doing below average. What do you think that is? What do you think the reason is? Even. I think um, schools are set up, I'm talking about public schools in general, are set up to, not necessarily all of them, because like my experience of public school kind of like, goes against this mm. from like a second a primary school level, but from yeah. secondary school, it supports this. Um, schools will give like, it depends. I think teachers take stuff a lot more personally. I feel like with um, a lot of schools, especially at primary school level, everyone's like keen to learn. You're really still super positive. You kind of, that's when you're trying to learn about who you are as a person, you have friends. There's mm. not this thing about like <laughs> bad kids, good kids. It's almost like kids are just trying to be themselves and learn how to be kids. Mm. When you get to secondary school, this is when you're kind of coming into your own or a bit more rebellious. And a lot of ki- um, t- teachers, I feel, take actions of students more personally. It's a double-edged coin because if I'm a teacher and I see like seven kids in my class really, really want to learn and then seven kids don't, really naturally do. I, I might focus on the kids that you do because the that they, have, yeah. like, they have the potential to want to do better, but also they have the want to do better. Yeah. But then that's not your job though. Your job is to teach them all equally. So I'll teach everyone. But if mm-hmm. I see, for example, like they could all have the exact same ability but if I see that seven are coming to the, like, the after school classes and things mm. like that, naturally I'm going to pour into those seven more. But then your job though is to pour into them equally. I'll give everyone the, ba- obviously we're all in the same class, right? Mm. So I'm teaching the exact same things. And if these seven kids are like disruptive or yeah. are talking, okay. mm-hmm. I guess, and I think that's how I view it. And like, kind of with what Uncle Sov said, you get out what you put in. Mm. So if you see kids that are super uh, eager to learn, I feel like teachers, and I'm not saying it's good, it's right, and I'm not saying it happens all around, mm-hmm. but I'm saying I can understand why, because I Oh, okay, okay, okay. So what, what are you yeah. blaming then? What is the main issue that you're... I think... Natural biases, Just say it in it? one word. Um, okay, I think, obviously, the best teachers will go to the best, best schools, because okay. yeah. that's where the money is. Because at the end of the day, teachers still have to pay their bills, and the good teachers that go to these schools that are for underprivileged children, yeah. they're not, like... As children, they're not. No one's really valuing them. Like we're not valuing the fact that Miss Johnson could she's have a gone. Great teacher, yeah, yeah, but she's here because yeah, she wants. Yeah. Teach at this school that I'm at. Yeah. So Miss Johnson, maybe she made that choice purposely because mm. she realised that there was like a inequity in um, the educational system, and went to like a, a I don't know. Like a so you think this is a question? So for everyone so mm. those bad seven kids that weren't learning properly do you think if they went to a different school if they went to a private school they would do better because if we're talking from an education system perspective yeah it's kind of like cool what at a, at a comprehensive state school kind of thing you're never gonna have okay it's probably it's problematic to say you know the smartest kids are going to go private school but let's assume that you know a child comes from a well-off family so they've been in a private school from from primary school They'll probably have picked up a level of education which will put them in better st- in better stance. Um, Can I just make a point on, on what both of you have said? That it's really interesting that you said that they measured where students were at at five before they started and where they ended up afterwards, because a lot of um, your academic ability is based on what you've gained by the point you are five. Ooh. So, um, sh- children who were from Black. more affluent backgrounds build up a better vocab- vocabulary from a young age and that aids them in their learning as they go through the system mm-hmm. so where you said these kids were at five were 20 points above mm-hmm. it is a problem that they've ended up 20 yeah. points below because mm-hmm. they have that but unfortunately the way the system is set up kids from disadvantaged backgrounds unfortunately start the system Later already being behind but if she said that um black kids were higher higher, does that mean there's something innate within us that you know naturally no i think no 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 it it wasn't black kids it was areas wasn't it it was was done by area so again that can be but one specific area black kids came in 20 points this is like an actual example 20 points above average and you said they left 21 points below same kids that same group of kids and also what you find out as well is, so when I think this was highlighted and they looked at all six boroughs and I think it, it actually came out in The Guardian, funnily enough, what the educational system do, did, I don't know who like owns the educational system, but what said person at the top did was rather than taking these standardised tests that they were given to all these five-year-olds, they said, okay, maybe what we should do is let Jeez. teachers be able to, um, the, the teachers will decide on where the kid, the, the, the ability test. of the kids, because then it doesn't 
take the teacher doesn't take the blame. It's more so like, oh, maybe these standardized tests are rating these kids too highly. So <laughs> that tells me that it there can't is be a that problem. The system's letting them down. It must be that the test no, no, started no. with why, the problem. When you say things is like that, oh. that's that's like what happened, which makes no so, sense, does it? Mm. I, that's why I say I feel like there's so many fundamental flaws in the educational system anyway. But I feel like the even the answer to the the actual problem that was presented was okay. What we're going to do if let's let the ch- let's let the teachers decide on the ability of the kids, which doesn't actually account for bias because teachers can have biases as well, right? And naturally, everyone has some sort of like subconscious bias. Yeah, like if I was a teacher and I noticed someone gripping my ends, naturally. I'll just take more interest in him or because they look like you. Yeah, I can relate to them more. And th- th- that's not necessarily a good or bad thing. Just, that's just, your just my natural. 100%, I see that. Yeah. But then, so if you're saying that and you're a black man, right? I don't know what majority of teachers, would you say there's a high percentage of like white teachers and there are like black teachers? I don't know the stats, but. Probably. Just from like Let your experience. Stats, from my experience, you know, like yeah. So if, if teachers have this uh, mindset, this is obviously this is just me throwing out that I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's, it's true you can understand why if they have an influx of like some immigrant kids that have just come from another country black kids Asian kids and they see like three also white I'm a white teacher I'm a white female teacher I see three white girls who have potential naturally I might think like oh that reminds me when I was younger and yeah. if I get to determine this kid's um level when they come in I might like my unconscious might bias might be to grade them a little bit higher yeah. I don't so, think I don't think a lot, like teachers placing students when they come in is is the way to do it but equally there are flaws with standardized standardized testing at the moment progress is based on so schools are ranked on the progress students make when they come in this is secondary when they come in at year seven and when they leave at year 11 um so it's your sat scores and the progress made to your gcse schools Mm -hmm. Now, if you're always judging kids on the last set of yeah, results, yeah. if you backtrack that to when we said, oh, five-year-olds, some of them already start off at a disadvantage, mm-hmm. then yes, okay, if they've made the same amount of progress as another student, that's great, but they're still behind. Mm. 100%. The system doesn't catch them up to... But I think we expect too much from our education system. I think that's the problem. Like we want teachers to be able to look after every child and push stuff into them. Yeah. And actually it can't work like that because there's not enough money and there's not enough time and there's that's, not enough people yeah. to do it. That's it doesn't make sense. That's what I was and trying I think to, that's what all the problems That's what I was trying to say earlier kind of thing. Like if you've just got a state school and going to go back to your example, the way you have seven kids who are really like up for it and they really want to learn and you have seven kids who, you know, maybe not so much so, it's like in the ideal world, would we not have a place where we'd have separate classes kind of thing? Because maybe the seven kids there are either hin- are actually hindering the um, progression of the ones that well, actually want to- that's when sets to... come into it. And I feel like sets don't necessarily help kids. That's mm-hmm. But then even sets, even within them, sometimes if, if it's so big, if you have like 20, 25, 30 kids in one set kind of thing, it's like raw, like you will still have su- like subgroups within that set. That also and becomes dangerous as well because you're setting kids based on their behaviour and whether they're disruptive rather than setting them on their ability because yeah. you can be highly, highly able but disruptive as... And if, you look, I mean, like, if, you look, if you look at the, if you look at disruption, that might not just be you. You might have this um, um, crazy family background. I mean, you may have something crazy going on at home. You can't, even, you can't get... Or you, can't you can be super bright and really bored. But that's life. You can't go to work and just say, I'm the best at work, but I come in, I'm disrupting everyone. But you've got the seven years old, eight years old, not 20. It doesn't matter. I think parents need to start teaching their kids responsibility from a young age. It's true because I. Because when I went to. I worked in Malawi where I did some volunteer work for like three months. I've done this a number of times, yeah. But I was teaching at a school and the classes were like, there was about six people in a class. And I was teaching, I didn't even know I could even teach. I was teaching English and maths and we were just doing like basic stuff. And let me tell you something. When I stood in front of that class, I'm not a qualified or trained teacher. Everyone was. Silent. I could even hear boom. Like literally, every <laughs> single kid was listening to a, the drop right. of what I said because they want to be there, mm. they want to learn, and they understand that education is important and this is a great opportunity yeah, for them. That, 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 so we got yeah. kids in this country that just think like, oh, I can't be. Da, da, da. Their parents are like, oh, and all of a sudden, guy, the government is responsible for all these bad black children and all these bad children and all this stuff. It doesn't make no sense to me. Reinforce those principles at home. When your child comes back here and they get in trouble at school you're getting tumped out and you're going back in that class you're going to behave yourself. Funny mm-hmm. enough, I can relate to that kind of when I did point. teaching in India, mm-hmm. they just quiet, quiet. and adore you and that. 100%. Whereas so I went to a public school. Whereas I guess age of your experience is a bit, you know. 
yeah, I'm de- I definitely don't think I'd say that the class <laughs> isn't quite all that the Did everyone out here do well at school, right? I'm assuming so. Yeah, yeah we're, 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 we're great, B. We're so what cool. kind of school did you go to? And how did you behave and why? Um, I went to a state school. Right. Um, in primary school, I was cool up until year five and then I just couldn't stop getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter how, like, I'd, I'd be like, you know what, every Never day, oh, I, like, for example, I'd, I'd wake up at like, seven o'clock here and I'd be like, today I want to be good. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the day, it could be like, let's say school ended at three o'clock here, three or five. Three o'clock I could be on, I could be perfect, yeah? It's a spirit. Between three o'clock and three or five, something <laughs> wrong happened, always yeah. happened, especially in the secondary school. Is it because you were argumentative with other children? Nah, you know what? I was okay. That's always you humbled yourself. <laughs> nah, you know what? Um, <laughs> I wouldn't even say I'm argumentative, you know. But anyway, um, you know what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jumping in his legs and shaking. What's the argument yourself? You know what, though? Um, and it wasn't necessarily me getting in trouble with other kids. It was just me being naughty. Yeah, so yeah. like, I wasn't fighting any kids. I wasn't doing any of that. It's just that I just couldn't behave. And I had a best. Okay, I wouldn't say the best, but I had firm parents at home. So it wasn't a thing where I got I used to get naughty and it wasn't a thing where I was naughty because my parents wouldn't do anything. Mm. They did all the things they could. I mm. still got in trouble all the time, mm. right? And then I sobered up after secondary school, went to um, a state school, state state sixth form college. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I was at 16, I'm sober enough to know now, all right, cool, I want to be great, I want to make something of my life. But well, you were naughty, yeah, but the education system still works for you to a certain extent because you're doing well Were you well naughty now. in secondary? Absolutely. <laughs> Your whole chest. I believe it. Yeah, absolutely. But the look on his face, he was proud of it as well. At the time, sure. Not now, of course. Uh, but, but in secondary school, I was absolutely naughty. But then, because um, I told you, I used to want to be a doctor, right? Yeah. So with, with, with knowing that with medicine, they take your GCC very seriously from the beginning. Yeah. I knew I couldn't mess this up. So yeah. I made a conscious decision on myself to. That's it. Yeah, but then I had mentors and I had people who could help me. Well, that's life. Right. right. That is life. But I had to look for them, of course. And I guess I had to that's be accepted. That's how it works. Life I have is a question. They're gone. Do you feel like because you decided I want to be a doctor, that helped you to actually fix up? Absolutely, because I knew that if my GCC grew a bad, that's it. Yeah. So like if you had, have, had that revelation, do you feel like, because you don't have your actual purpose, you don't know mm. what your GCC yeah. is going to count for? I love that question. So because I knew what I wanted to do at a point in time, or I, I thought I knew what I wanted to do, either way, there was an illusion of what I wanted to do, mm. that made me... But it also sounds like you had support in that though. It sounds like you had people who were able to tell you that you need Absolutely. X, Y and Z at this point for your vision later Absolutely, on. Absolutely, yeah. So I guess, and I guess so a lot of that, I can't just say a lot of that is on me. A lot of that, I'm fortunate enough, I'm the oldest, but I run oldest. the show. Yeah. Okay. So unfortunately, unfortunately for a lot of kids, even when they do want to change, even mm. when, they, when they do want to fix up, they're not able to because maybe their surrounding cast isn't good enough whereas I had bad friends but I also had good friends so mm. I knew if I wanted to be fix up chill more with the good friends whereas a lot of people just all they know is bad mm. and mm. as a result of that but where that, yeah. where I see a problem is where like with youngers you you know like you mentioned older brothers olders or whatever like a lot of the people that they see as olders that have gone past the stage they've gone through haven't followed the educational path exactly and they may believe it or not like it or not they may be doing well they may be successful exactly. in another like field they may have done trading or they may have just been doing what they're doing and they're making trading. money but that's and a risk you take in it you know that 14 yeah people think it's young but yeah. i think of some of the decisions i made at 14 are yeah. still affecting me now, now 14 is young, <laughs> it's not young bro I, think about it you talk about gcse's trying to become a doctor let's say you want to become be a doctor in that from 14 huh yeah you i know, know, be be from I know but 14 is young though isn't it it's not young it's you, you're old enough how, to know how, that. how old are you now if you, I'm old enough. I'm old. That's almost half my life ago. Are you you a bachelor, yeah? No, no, no. Okay. How many years are you? you I'm 29. So one year for me and a bachelor, yeah? What's a bachelor? I thought a bachelor is 30. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Is that a bachelor? Yeah, when you're 30. I thought a bachelor. When you're 30, I'm married. Regardless. So you're one year for me. So 15 years ago, yeah. Your, those decisions still affect you to this very day. Oh, uh, absolutely. hundred percent. If you get yourself in trouble, you get in trouble with the law, you get yourself in prison, it's going to affect you today. So we need, as communities, all of us, to support our teachers, like Aisha over there. 
us olders that know the experience, what we do with the current podcast, <laughs> yeah, if hard, we're, go- we're going into schools, we're going out there, speaking to young people and Real saying, talk. listen, you lot have to make the choices that are going to change the rest of your life. Real we can't expect teachers to do but, it for them. But, Okay, but so you mentioned Curve Podcast, my see, you know what I mean? External external to schools. Mm-hmm. But are you saying are you saying that we should become like an ingrained part of the education system? Because the point I was trying to make earlier is when you're forty, when you're thirty, you've got all these olders or whatever that didn't go through the school educational route and they've been successful. You don't really have anyone well, when I was in school, I didn't really have anyone in school that was telling me this is why yes, they may look like they're successful, but it's not sustainable. Or this is why you will benefit from going down the educational route. Can I be really honest though? Sometimes, sometimes it is. Sometimes it is sustainable. Sometimes you don't need to do well in school to to succeed afterwards. And also like, it sounds awful, but I don't School believe isn't that. for everyone. I agree. I don't believe that. I agree. No, I do agree. Well, you knew she was about to say that. Now you say you don't agree. Like, I don't believe that. You, what, don't, you, don't, school 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 you don't have to be an A star t- student. That's what I'm like. Yeah, Fine. sorry. I yeah, take yeah, yeah. that back. Yeah. I take that back. But school school should be for everyone. Yeah. Nah, school should so. be for everyone. Yeah. I think there should be provision for each child True. in the education system. Mm-hmm. But the school system as it is isn't for everyone. Okay, if we're going to talk about that, then the education system can improve because we can look at different talents and different skills. We look at and English, how maths we provide and science. For them. But what about people that might be more creative That's or people might, might be more sporty or people that might be more right. vocational? Let's bring that, but even that then, we should, be, we should be educating people into... In, in light of how they can succeed Catering in that. It. How, if, if you want to do the arts, okay, you need support in, in that creative skill, but you also need to support in financial your wider life, financial yeah. management, etc. All right, so let me, let me give us some numbers before we, we go on, mm-hmm. to give perspective. So, in state-funded schools in England, as of 2017, there were approximately 500,000 teachers, yeah? Mm-hmm. And four hundred and four hundred fifty thousand of them are full time. Now, eighty six percent of like on, so close to ninety percent of all these teachers were white British. Yeah. It doesn't. Okay. So now, around ninety percent of all teachers in state schools in the UK are white British. Yeah. Ninety three percent of her teachers are white British. Yeah. I'm gonna say something else, but and don't take no offense after this. But I'll take something else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? You're so with me today, isn't yeah? I'm with you. Yeah. And um, there's. There was in terms of black African or black Caribbean, just underneath two percent of all state funded school teachers mm-hmm. are black Caribbean or African. Okay, but you have to think this is UK wide. UK wide, yeah. So there's not that many. So black the US people. is even worse. Yeah. yeah. Now, the reason why I said uh, I was gonna get I was gonna see something to you, Asia. So out of those five hundred thousand, almost four hundred thousand of those are female. Head teachers. And there were more female male, than male teachers in all ethnic groups. Um, Asia, quick question: In your class, are, in in all the disruptive in all the disruptive kids, are more are they mainly boys or girls who are disruptive? Um, it's it's a difficult one because my classes are proportionately actually proportionately more boys. Okay. Um, so often boys, but girls can be equally disruptive. So often boys, yeah, cool. In our experiences, in, in our experiences, you <laughs> <laughs> wraps up your answers. <laughs> yeah, that's where it's going to yeah, be. Cool. So, like I said, so if you're you having the most disruptive kids being boys, but the most teachers are female, a woman. I don't like saying female. I don't people get anything for saying the word female. But you know what? Yeah. But that theory doesn't stand up unless okay, cool. it's the case that when they're in a male teacher's classroom, they're behaved. The yeah. boys behave, and that's not necessarily the case. True, it's not necessarily the case, but me personally, as a child, you feared men more. I feared men more. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. that might be problematic. Though. That's true. I, I, it I, is I don't problematic. know about that. I don't and know you about know what? That it's it's, it's a whole. Yeah. Is that mommy issues? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Why are mommy issues, guys? You don't fear women. You don't fear them. <laughs> the only no, reason. The only reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's almost. It's almost as if what you're saying is, oh. I'm a boy, I'm going to behave for a male better yeah, because I have more respect for him. Or I'm not saying no, I am, I'm just saying a lot of kids could think that. Uh, yeah, I but don't, don't that we, sh- we should be thinking about how we change that line of thinking as opposed to saying that the solution is to, don't get me wrong, I, I think having more male teachers would be a great thing, but that having more male teachers shouldn't be 
a solution to the fact that they don't fully respect their female. Alright, cool. Uh, cool. Wait, wait, cool, cool. Have you got another, have you got another, have you got an alternative solution? Oh, if you disagree. Yeah, yeah, I've got okay, well, We need to have solution? those conversations with young boys about their respect for females. Oh no, but this is this isn't even a respect thing. So like when I when I when I was a, when I was a, when I, when I was a young kid, I respect my females. Absolutely, I remember my um my head of my department, my head of the, my um deputy head of year, my deputy head, head teacher, Miss Math Miss Matheson. I fared her differently. Even when I see her now, I still I'm still a bit shaky. You get me? I fared so, <laughs> so it wasn't a, it wasn't a thing where I didn't, I, didn't, like, I respected women a lot. I, you know, I, I come from a a home where I've got both my mum and dad there, so I've always respected women. So being in school, it wasn't about respect to women, but it's just something different about me being taught at times to I, I don't know I can't I, I don't know I, I, might, I might be wrong I just, I just I'm, think, I'm I'm I just think like a better solution is like what my man said you know what I mean like if you're talking about from a young age you're drilling home the importance of education then it does not matter who's providing but this is where a go to, go to, go to, go. comes from because you're not all coming from equal backgrounds and how do you solve that for and I think this is our biggest challenge when students aren't taught the worth of education or don't at home and don't have a supportive home life we're kind of as a system trying to make up for that 100 percent. i've got a friend who's a teacher she's done quite well she's been on bbc like she's on teacher first program all that kind of stuff and she's like a head teacher at a school and she said to me like the school she goes to one of the problems will be like these kids are so bad it will come to parents evening and their parents won't even turn up yeah so how do you how do you do that asia sorry how do you do that Parents not turning up. What do you do next? Because I can have some significant psychological effects on that, on that child. It can. It can be really, really difficult. Um, <coughs> I mean, certain parents, if you follow up, follow up, will event you'll eventually have that breakthrough. Because I think that solutions right, yeah, to the education system. Mm. A child's education system, as remember we said, is also subjected. It's all subjected to that child, and a lot of it also, as great as it is being actual school institution they're at. A part of a child's education system is their parents and at home, right? Yeah. So you could be doing being the best teacher possible if their parents aren't pulling the weight. That's it. How do you do that, Asia? Equally, you can't force that, and you can't take on the role of their parent. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can't ask. But how do you, how do your parent, your mom, say like education starts at home? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like after school, you're gonna read your book as well because yeah. education starts here. This is where you start your learning mm. in life. Yeah. School is just supposed to enhance what you're getting at home. Like even if I kids, sometimes I think I'd homeschool my kids because I just feel like I will have more control over. Don't like, homeschool, yeah. okay, please. Why? <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna be? Are you gonna, are you gonna be? Uncle Sam. Like, you just should. Uncle Sam. No, because I feel like the the curriculum's getting a bit bad. <laughs> Question everything. Bro. Don't trust anybody. Well, we'll speak on that word still. <laughs> we need to bring parents into the education system. Don't they need to take responsibility for some of the madness that their kids and are doing in school. There are like load of studies and it is absolutely true that the more engaged parents are, exactly. the the better the outcomes for that student. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, not all students have that luxury. Okay, so solution for that then. So cool. It makes sense that, you know, if you have a stable home life, we can target the parents as, as you know, a source of helping us out. What about when they don't have that luxury? Is, is it a case where, I know Irie kind of said it wrong, but can we kind of tap into that home? What did I, what did I say wrong? <laughs> you kind of said go home with the kids or something like that. Right? <laughs> but I, I didn't say that. I was like, you said wait, something wait, along wait, those wait, lines. Wait, where on the pod did I say that? <laughs> relax. Go on. But, edit where, out. where on the pod <laughs> did I say that? For those listening, remind cool. me where, where that came from. <laughs> yeah, we'll cancel it out. But what I'm saying is... Um, That's gone, bro. Yeah, we'll get rid of it. But what I'm saying is, um, <clears throat> can we like get into the kids of... Um, into the under under... Like the kids that are not as lucky, can we get into their heads from young and kind of say, cool, you've had this tough upbringing, but the way out is to focus in mm. school and to kind of make sure you get those great gone. But that's assuming the kid wants to go into like our sort of industries, do you know what I mean? Wants to be a teacher, wants to be in finance, wants to work in. Mm. A lot of kids have to remember, their vision is not on business, it's on Instagram. Mm. Yeah. Let's be very, very real. So what we, what the, it, it all comes down to purpose. Mm. So if I'm 15 years old, I'm not drawn to people in suits going to Canary Wharf. I'm drawn to this girl is out here living her life on Instagram. (laughs) She has designer shoes and she has 7 million followers. That's what I want to be. It's down to their focus. If these kids aren't focusing and if school's telling me, no, you have to learn about maths, you've got to learn about science. 
and well, that interests me. You know mm. what though? I don't know about that one because I got a brother, my my younger brother, he's thirteen now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he watches YouTube a lot. So I went when I I'm like, you know what? You're gonna stop playing FIFA until you make your own YouTube channel and start recording yourself playing FIFA. I was my solution to him. Right? Mm. So because obviously you know, KSI. Yeah, I told him, I told him, listen, yeah. if you're going to be doing this. Please, you're not going to be KSI. No, no, KSI. Don't live in his dreams. Please, no, no, do it. So he's part no of the problem. KSI. <laughs> <laughs> he's part of the education. No, don't don't KSI. No, not even like that. KSI's person. But I was, I was like to him, like, cool. Because he watches a lot of gamers play, so he'll, he'll be on his headset watching gamers play and also play as well. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Stop watching him. Make your own content. Has he done it? No. But even to that point, but. Some people are just consumers. Okay, cool. It's, it comes to your spirit. Like I knew when I was very young, when I'd be an entrepreneur, it's mm, still something mm, I'm like mm, that. So that, yeah. business was where I excelled because I got it. Like I was interested in it. Yeah. Globalization, I was like, hm, that's going to be me. Like, it's certain <laughs> things like that where as science, you could have made me dissect a frog in, and I was interested, <laughs> but I just, didn't, I just didn't care for it. Yeah. Like I got it, but I didn't understand it. I didn't care and I didn't want to understand it. Geography, mm. could care less. Do you know what mm. I mean? It was down to like subjects, like history, loved it. And that's where my passion sort of lied. And I feel mm. like with kids, it's if it depends on your focus. If you kind of know or have an idea of not even what you want to be, but where you kind of see yourself, mm. those are the subjects you're kind of pulled towards. That's why you see kids who excel at art and they love art because that's what pulls them. Mm. What I'm saying is for kids that... But then though, you know, if you're doing... Yeah, it, I knew it goes if back I, to our point of yeah. like the education system needs to cater better maybe for individuals. That's not even a realistic solution just because there's no money to do that. If you look at like certain countries, I think Finland's one of them, the educational system there, they don't have tiering. So you're all in one class, regardless mm. of your ability. Yeah. Um, Finland. Yeah, and the, yeah, Finland. The, and did they get yeah, results though? What's yeah. their huh? results saying? What's their results saying? Finland's got one of the best. Great. No, Finland's, yeah. Finland's got one of the best um, educational. Um, so they got untiered classes, and they're they don't. Doing great. They don't. See, they don't. You don't call your teacher by by name. There's no miss. It's very informal. You can like you. They play music like house yeah, music yeah, yeah, in the yeah. system. You come in whenever you want. Yeah. But they finish uni a bit later though. But they still. It's a small country, one. Just just to say, and it's got low poverty rates. I think a lot of the problems with mm. the system here, it's the same problems that we have with like the young people getting involved in like knife crime and all. It's this. It boils down to the same issues: not having the right role models, not having good parents, and not having good homes, which trails out into the rest of your life. And that's just what is happening here. And, and then, how do you solve that? That's a hard problem to but solve. The thing is, though, I had a good home, and I've still been a bad boy in, in school. But you don't know but what then, a good home is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, we have yeah. to get a little bit more because I had. I think like, I think, okay, so just having two parents in the house doesn't mean you had a good home. I had, yeah. good, I had two parents in the house. There was a time at school where I used to act out because my parents were arguing a lot in the house, mm. and it was, I was acting out. As an adult now, I can think about that moment. When I was like thirteen and fourteen, mm. and I would act out of school because maybe mm. I weren't getting attention from my parents because they're busy mm. arguing with their child and asking me like, "How was school today? Mm. Let's talk right. about this." So yeah. I'm acting out, and so maybe. I don't know how it works, but psychologically, I made a good point. You know, if yeah. I get in trouble, um, I will get in trouble. Get in right? attention from my parents. Yeah, I used to lash out. True um, fact, yeah, yeah. This is personal, but I'll say it. My dad, um, you know, he never went to church. That's what I say. He never went to church. That's what I say. And I got suspended from school. Okay. And it was an injustice because they they just injusted me. They yeah, yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But honestly, from that. He started coming to church. I don't know why. I just he just started coming. I, you can say that's a weird thing or whatever. We needed prayers to do with you. Maybe, but then I would behave more in school because it's like I, mm. I can't remember the psychology of what exactly happened, but it's something switched from my behavior from that moment because he's taking more of a, a different approach to mm. how we are at home. If that makes sense. Yeah. So your behavior changes. So a good home doesn't just mean good home, but it's just about parents being involved in their children's futures and their so are you future. saying if you have a good home you're guaranteed to not mess up in school no because you because you said to me you don't know what a good home is right yeah but no, because said, pe- everyone says i had a good home but then actually if you go inside relative. that house you don't really know it's not even that good but not everyone wants to be honest about their house yeah, situation yeah, yeah. not yeah. We're, we're gonna be parents at some point we're gonna make mistakes how many parents will be honest about how shit they are as parents we're all trying yeah, to, yeah, i'm yeah. trying my hardest and even I, some, yeah, even some parents you even they, see parents some parents up. think they were good and they weren't yeah you, you could even see yourself you told them don't talk to me about my kids Parents <laughs> will up, make man. mistakes, Real and talk. I think that's one of the most interesting exactly. things. No one, no one teaches you how to parent necessarily, and it's it's something that's well, modelled. Courses online. <laughs> yeah, you need some courses. You need to write. Why do you gotta do one of them networking events? Very course. It's a trap. Okay, you're you're someone who's quite big on I want X, Y, and Z. How many of the 
how many of the behaviours you want to model as a parent are things that you've either learnt from your parents okay. or things that you didn't like about your parents that so you're change. like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Plenty. Pretty much all of it, right? Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. But no one, especially when it comes to education, like I told you that um, when you get to five, mm-hmm. the vocab you have is a big indicator of where you, you cool. end up. Okay, how many parents know that they need to be teaching their children a, a wide array of vocabulary right. from a young age? Mm-hmm. How many parents know the importance of, of reading daily with your child? How many parents know about mm. cultural capital, about what they expose their Come children on. to, about the fact <laughs> that when you're capital. young, it's the best time for you to learn a language? How many parents know that the discussions they have around their mm. children have a significant impact but, but on the their Even black people have said they can't swim. Half of you can't swim because your parents didn't take you but swimming I'm, where you're... Ch- <laughs> I can swim, bro. Can you swim? No, I'm not saying all of them. I, I can't swim, well. swim, bro. I can front pool. I can't back What I'm saying is all of that stuff is stuff that realistically can be done. But you can know it and still not do it, though. Hang on. Yeah, but what I'm saying is all of that stuff is stuff that can be done. That's not about good home or bad home or parents who have broken up or parents who argue like <coughs> that stuff is is life unfortunately it happens but reading etc you might not be able to read but you might have access to someone that can and that can help you and your mm. help your child to read but a lot of that you know stuff what, right. is mm. is prep that can be done from mm. a young age that can aid your ch- child yeah. in their entry to education yeah. that can inspire them from a younger age that we need to teach people that actually if you do this stuff now, maybe their engagement the future, later, yeah. later on will be better. So in other words, yeah. when I have children yeah. from age zero... Yeah, read to them. Read to them. And the when room. they're old enough, every, they need to start every, reading it every themselves. Room, every room they're going to have will be books, libraries. Books, <laughs> words be, on the wall. TV will be there once every annum look, for their birthday. Look, we're grossly simplifying it, but That's my point is... It works, are, though. It works, because my uncle... things that can be done... Mm that everyone can be done, but that not everyone knows Do you about. see kids at school and go, I know you're, I can get an impression of what your parents are like or your family back. Absolutely, do you, bro. Does that happen at school? As a teacher, when you see, or do you just, are you shocked sometimes? Like, raw, like. I'm shocked all the time. What is the I'm biggest shock that you've seen? Like? Often when I have realizations or when I'm informed about a child's circumstance. Um, I think it's possibly the roughest part of my job. Mm. Oh, for mm. real? Um, mm. But equally, as much as like it's rough and you think, rah, like you've been through stuff, I would never, there's there's sympathizing and empathizing and then there's just being patronizing. Mm-mm-mm. Like if you say, oh, those are your circumstances, so I'm gonna expect less from you, then how are they, how are they able to then that's a good, that's grow a and very develop from that? And it's like what you said, at some point they have to take their own responsibility for mm-hmm. the system and what <coughs> they do but I still believe the system could do better in aiding them those opportunities. So cool, so we've spoken about the system a lot. Just looking at time, it's been a quite a negative and a positive conversation. <laughs> How does, um, so I quickly want us to summarize what we said are the problems, just for those listening so that they, know they have takeaways. So maybe if we, could, if we could each go around each one. So uh, a problem that I've seen in the system is a lot of teachers will tend to maybe have, because of natural biases, will tend to favour behaving kids over disruptive kids, even though some of the disruptive kids may be better um, ability-wise. So that's a problem I've seen. You? Um, lack of tailoring towards the individual child's, you know, capability of, or style of learning. That's very good, yeah. Um, I'm going to mention a problem we've not mentioned yet, actually, which is just strain on resources and mm. um, strain on individuals. That is fucking hard. It's hard. Like and a lot of the stuff you're saying, like when where you were talking about disruptive kids, etc. etc. It's like rah, like I got into this because I wanna be able to help every kid in my classroom. And you you reflect and you're like, Some days I'm not helping every kid in my classroom. Mm. Some days I'm so tired Mm. and I'm just just done out here. Like I can't, (laughs) I just can't. Like that kid who's like trying to like get on my nerves. Like it's it's working. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't do it. And you know when you can sense it, you step on their neck. And they're still going, and you're like, especially knowing you as well. I can't cry in front of you. Like you won. Please, please, please. Have kids made you cry before? Not in front of them. Oh, wow. um, 
not like but no i don't think a kid has ever made me cry but the job in itself you are stretched and stretched and stretched Mm. and those kids that you step in the room to help sometimes you don't have the means to help Mm. them you don't have either like the energy or the resources like how many blocks are you teaching how many blocks should you have to plan and prepare like and Yeah. Like the system's a bit broken in that. The system is broken in the way of the resources, the time, the efficiency. D? Mate, that hit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> real too. Um, <laughs> 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 no, I think um, to her point as well, there should actually be support for teachers. I literally just thought about this yeah, now. Yeah. But um, why are you laughing? No, I'm agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I'd say that also, I think the accountability of the kid is something that I think is a problem. I think kids need to, and parents, I guess, need to take more accountability for themselves. Yeah, because you get some kids who fail <clears throat> and the parents come marching in to the teacher saying, why has my son failed? But the parent hasn't put in any time on the weekends to help them with homework. Uncle mm. mm. right. Yeah, another one, something I haven't mentioned is just the monopoly of like schools. So where you live can depend on what mm. school you get Post-code to, where lottery. your kids can go. Mm. So if you have more money and access... Lottery, yeah, if you have more money and access, you will get to good schools. Mm. And if you're in an area, which I was talking about before, yeah, where yeah. parents are not investing in their children, yeah. then there's a chance that your child will be mixing with these riffraffs <laughs> and then you're stuck in that place. Yeah, so that true. whole monopoly situation scares me. I, I'm at the age where children are in the, in, you know, in the future and I'm thinking, right, like, I need to be in a place where I can... Can we talk about this for a minute? Because that's yeah. really interesting. And the postcode lottery is really, really real. When you look at that's the outcomes by borough, Mm, like some boroughs perform very strongly and some don't and people actually move house a couple years prior to to secondary school so that their kids can get into certain schools now this is part of why the system's a mess because your school gets a rough Ofsted or whatever and then people people don't want to send their kids to your school but then your school doesn't get the funding per kid so then the resources in the school are strained and Mm. it stunts improvements right so it's it's a vicious cycle but Obviously, one way you can have complete control over the type of school your kid goes to is whether you pay for them to go to a private school or not. Now, some of you, like, you guys, by the time you have kids, they the be at the point where you can afford to send your child to, to private school. Amen, can we do a quick poll of who would send their kids to private school or, or state school and why? I was going to ask you quickly, to get onto that as well, um, in terms of a child's development, what is it like if I send them to boarding school? Because you get some good boarding school, which are superb. Wait, but... Okay, get... So, boarding schools are private schools, private right? Schools. All of them? No, no. Is, is Christ Hospital a, a private school? Hmm? Christ Hospital, the sixth form. I don't know, but generally, boarding, boarding schools private. are private schools. Mm. Oh, you got to pay for them, don't you? Because they're paid yeah. for. Yeah. So, your question... You definitely have to pay private for the Private or state? So, your question, private or state? Yeah. But I'd say boarding school's interesting because that's a... Like a never. lifestyle choice, and that can have completely different impacts on your kid. But private, private or state? <laughs> so they can do Um, state. Because public. Yeah. State public, private school. I do. I believe in education and private school, but I feel like the way it is in this country, it's not set up for black people to really do well in private school. Grammar school, ideally, if I get my kids smart enough to get into a grammar school is where I want to be. But private school is not just about education, it's about who you know, it's about being able to make the right connections, the parents actually connect with each other. I don't want my child to be like the odd one out and socially yeah, weird yeah, and come yeah. back to my, mommy, um, is there a caviar for dinner? And I'm like, no, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. no chicken, no. <laughs> ah, there's chicken. Or, or, or Kavala. <laughs> Kavala. Kavala. <laughs> we didn't even have to say it. <laughs> right, so D, one of the most interesting points I've ever heard for state school is, um, or my child were rounded. This is this is someone we know that said this strong argument for it when we were younger is not that they're well rounded, but okay, you don't have the cultural capital when you arrive at at private, private school. school yeah. Sorry, it's an argument for private school. You don't have the cultural capital when you arrive at private school, but when you leave private school, you have the cultural capital to go on to the kind of areas that they want their child to go on into. If you want your child to go Oxbridge, they're prepared for that by the cultural capital that they've gained at private school skiing. when they go <laughs> you went there, but that's the thing so my the gram- skiing thing is <laughs> yeah, it's real but not real my but uncles and aunties went to private school in the UK but my grandparents were in Nigeria so we were just mm. sending them here just to, to <laughs> one of the some of the best schools they were doing business they had money at the time so they were sending here yeah. they they did not do well at all mm. because 
culturally, it was like, oh, we're, we're, they'll be like, oh, the summer holidays. Oh, we're going like to ski. And this, where are you not going? You're like, we're going back to home. We're going back to <laughs> and our parents are not even going to be there. They couldn't make friends. They were the odd ones out. So they didn't thrive in education. Yeah. So it doesn't work. You don't just go there and think all of a sudden, because my kid is there, they're going to thrive. You still need to be a parent. Yeah, you need to have the whole well-rounded situation. Mm. What does your mum and dad do? Oh, you know, your dad needs to be doing something. You can't okay, just be... But if you're in that situation now, like oh, your, now kids, it's different your kids, it would be different because... Yeah. Your kids, yeah, but you'd be able to take them skiing the, if you really true, wanted to. Yeah, right. Like, if you put your kids in a, in a private school, you might be in the same role that one of their parents is in. So your kids would be... Better. Okay, compared to yeah. you. Yeah. Good, good point. So your state school. Have I changed your mind? I still don't want to do that because I, I don't agree. But should we just call it grammar then? Is it grammar, grammar, grammar. Is it grammar like the halfway, halfway house. I disagree. I don't like grammars either, but that's a whole different issue. Right, cool. <laughs> Let's just stick with state right. or, pri- or state or private. private. I would stick with. Um, I would probably send my kid to not. The one you have to do the exams to go into. What's that? So grammars, yeah. I'll do grammar just because I feel like. I went to a normal like public school, and I feel like the level of resilience I have, there's character that there's characteristics in me that have been built from like my school days. There's a level of awareness. There's a level of like street smart mm. that people like I'm. Have a drink, bro. There's some people that I know who have just not got this. You don't and need I to be like street smart. And I feel like with me and no, no, you do need to be street smart. That's a lie that you I got sent. So for example, I got um, my placement. You had to go to Germany for one year, and I got told two weeks before I had to go. I knew no one in Germany had no accommodation, but because like I'm just street smart naturally, I could do it. There was another girl who came out, I think two weeks before me. She mm. lasted about four weeks before she went home, couldn't do mm. it. And this is like a private school girl. Like it was an amazing opportunity. So I just think, I w- and I also think to myself like, yeah, I could have gone to a, p- a private school and paid for my kids mm. to do that as well. But I, where I ended up, a lot of people I, I work with went to private school and I didn't. I went in the same place. Mm. So in my head, I'm like, I'd rather take that money what's 9K a term, right? Or something. Mm. Yeah. One. 9K a term? My, my, uh, my sister, one of my sisters. I've heard more expensive than that. Even. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. I know someone who goes to one that's 9K a term. I just feel like I'd rather put that money in some sort of account. And oh, when you get to an age where you can make a business or do something, <clears> you do it or invest that into you another way. But I'm not paying for your schooling because I didn't pay for my schooling. I feel like I turned out all right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What about you, Asia? But don't you want better for you? Don't you want better? <laughs> but I, no, but I, I mean, but she, what she's saying is she believes it is better. And I think I was like you where I kind of decided actually there was a level, I was bad, not bad as like, I wasn't disrespectful. I was just Why like, I know? talked a lot up to a certain point. But when I clocked, I had to actually fix up. I fixed up. And even that change in me, like that was instrumental in the character that of like, it's actually aided me in like my older life. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I would want my kid to, I wouldn't say public school, but I wouldn't say private either. Like I'm not gonna- but Just to debunk one myth that you said, yeah. I don't think you need to, I'm not gonna go too far. Into yeah, you don't need to be street smart. Time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But, but yeah. think about it. Is Instead of labeling it street smart, exactly. think of the cultural capital that can be gained from being at a- Not necessarily. Oh. Look, what you were saying about being at private school and- you're sheltered. Um, and your, your, was it your siblings? You know what, your it. uncles and aunties, your uncles and aunties went into um, private school and weren't able to adjust to it. Mm-hmm. Why, why is that? Because it have cultural capital. But also because the people who were there weren't, didn't have, they, yeah, they when they leave, they don't necessarily have the skills to speak to everyone. But they they know how that. to speak to they people do. at their level. Why? They're gonna get a good job, be rich, live somewhere nice with rich people. Yeah, there's more to life. There's more to life than that. What else is there there's to more life? To, <laughs> it's not all about money. That's, so Wait. for me personally, I'd I'd go with the state school. Okay. And that's because I value being able to interact with my culture. With my kids, need to be able to interact with my gra- their grandma, their great grandma kind of thing. They can't be coming and saying Cavalera or what, what did you just say? And then, <laughs> what, then like, my mom is like, what's going on kind of thing? You see that I mean? They should be able to though. They should be exposed to both. For me personally, for me personally, that's not my that's not my that's not my priority. So the school I went to, ninety nine percent black college, ninety nine percent black, and I enjoyed it. I turned out all right, and also I benefited from that school as well because. While I, where I grew up was, you know, very black. I had issues there as well. Mm. And they noticed it. And so I had like, um, I had a very bad temper. And then that kind of effect, <laughs> that affected my behavior and whatnot. So, <laughs> so they, so they got, they, what they paid, they, they paid for um, anger management for me. 
Oh. And then, and then right then he used to punch that, before, really. Anyway, so they paid for anger management and like that worked kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? So if we're talking about kind of success stories that of non-private school schools, that worked kind of thing. Because up to now, I still kind of remember because li- it was really bad. So I still remember little techniques and whatnot that the woman do. that they brought used to bring me bring what in I for do, me what kind what of thing. So, so what I'm saying is that <laughs> you're, you're bad. <laughs> you know, you think you want to go into no, no, no. Some stories about you. For example, like, hell, like Ira, shut up. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so what I'm saying is that more time when you hear about private schools. Look at me rubbing his legs. That's one of the techniques in there. I'm going to continue. I'll show you in a minute. When you hear about private school, right? <laughs> you hear about, um, you know, funding and um, the extra the extra bits that they get. But I got that as well. And I went to a normal state school kind of okay. thing. I think but it's a good state I respect school. You know how you just said you ended up all right? Could you have but don't you want it to be a thing where you end up the best possible way out? Do you, don't you want it to be a thing where you end up the best possible way you could have ended up? I don't. I don't think that's necessarily the best possible way because I think I have some advantages over some people. For example, I look at work. I look at some of the black people there, and I'm like, you couldn't last. You couldn't have survived where I grew up. Well, in Peckham, but they don't want to be Peckham. Okay, okay, but they're not going to be Peckham. But there may be a there may be a time where they're in a difficult situation. All right, driving through the black town If you're just relying on, ah, always be able to live in shelter or in comfortability there may be a time where it's peak for you kind of thing but I, I don't know because in private input, you make you guys are making it seem as if private schools it just makes you that's that's one thing I will say I don't I, don't, I have no experience in private know. school exactly. I don't really have friends like private like, for example, so I don't really know your, par- your parents are private school yeah. it don't work out yeah? yeah so it's not to be your age, so just because you go private school doesn't mean you're, you're guaranteed comfort in life yeah. right yeah. like you see all these people who go private school and but for us it's a bit of fear because it's probably like we don't want our kids to be like not able to relate to us as yeah. well as yes. parents. Yes. So that's yes. I think it's a fear thing. I don't but know. sometimes I will look in my head and think, life they've had generations and generations of doing a, a lot of sort of middle class white people in this country have generations and generations of doing well for their kids and their families and it works for them. And we need to change our mentality and start being like that for our children, giving them the best so they have the best opportunities to make the most out of themselves, to touch more in their communities. Them being cool or being streetwise or being able to relate to us, it should be secondary. What do they get from private school? Like name three they things that they get from private school that, that they don't can get. Be a mentality that you can run if this world. If you turn really good All um, your parliament school, people, all your prime ministers, you can get you can get I got it from six You see the boys that come out of Eton, they Run, they feel like they run this world. It's drummed into their head that you are the best. Like there's no one on your You're level. Right, from the beginning, where, all your where, prime ministers. Where, where, yeah, that, you can do that at home. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's more variety though. They really Given believe it. Given what you it. said though about your uncles and aunties that went to private school. Yeah, maybe they went to the wrong one. Didn't it, it sounds like it had the opposite effect. On it did. Them. That's what I'm saying. It's a nuance. It's a nuance argument. Yeah. They did not have the cultural capital to manage the whole private school system. Right, so therefore you're shunned to the side, and then no one cares about you. You have no friendships. The parents don't get along. You have no. You don't go to invite to the parties. You're kind of like it's a waste of your time there. What you said made me rethink about what I was thinking. Mm. Like, by the now, time that I'm a parent, we'll have be able to manage because well. I've worked in the city. I can be able to relate and give my kids the tips that they need to thrive in that environment. If I can and they can do that, and I can give them the best that they can, then they should feel like when they not, finish school. Okay, I disagree with you only because look at your like your work example for example. Like look at being a, one of the only black people at work for example. I'd be better if I went to private school. Okay, cool. Then you're gonna be the only black guy in your private school. I feel like that mm. does more, if not handled correctly, that does more damage <coughs> than it does good. <laughs> and also, because also, imagine your kid going through what you're going through. Like when, yeah, it's yeah true. exactly. Is that what you want? Your kid that to be true. the token black kid, and then your kid has, <laughs> and then they just. I feel like what your if what your way of thinking needs to be careful because you're either going to breed this kid who's so insecure because they can't fit into this, um, yeah. these this Eton, yeah. yeah, the best of the best because. Even though you're an Eastern, you're still okay black. So you're shunned out that <laughs> bit. And then <laughs> to normal black kids, you still <laughs> don't fit in. What did you just say? Croquet and then, Croquet. Oh, Croquet. I thought you said fair enough. <laughs> they must oh, yeah. be homeschool. <laughs> okay, um, was, your, was your answer age state or because we've got like five minutes My left? answer is state, but for slightly... I just think it's there hard, needs man. to be more emphasis on... I don't think we need to reproduce all of private schools in, sec- in state schools, but I think there are good elements from it that we just need to get better at re- ah. reproducing in state schools. Like that you can take over the world the, thing. Again, this is yeah. like part of the whole problem with the inequity of the system. Yes. Like why are you able to buy yourself what is deemed as a better education? 
cultural capital etc aside yeah but it's not right I'm, but it's like and, and, and that's and that's how it is kind of globally as well do you know what yeah. i mean because we're saying the uk system but if we look at systems across the world the richest kids always go to the best schools. It's like kind uni. Of thing, you so. pay for uni because you're like, you Honestly, think it's yeah. going to help us get a better career or whatever. I mean, well, technically... We all pay for that now, but... Yeah, yeah but people don't mm. go to uni at all. Yeah. So we pay because we feel like it's going to give us a better opportunity. It's just... Guys, it's a nuanced argument. We could go I think school should be a choice. I think kids should decide so they really want to be there. I, do yeah. I think that's yeah. a dangerous <laughs> thing to let kids decide. What kids? By the way, what do you mean? At what age would you let them decide? Like now we do it from 16 now they can ever go to college actually I think they changed that right yeah it, well, it, well it, kind of, you have to be in some kind of education or training it can be an apprenticeship what, I feel like what when, after 16 at 16 so it what can be an what age should a child choose education or training 11 in my house you don't go to school no but football right no but do you know what <laughs> no but do you know what it is you know the point D made earlier about when you're 15 you're looking at Instagram and that's what you're thinking mm. If you drum it into them from earlier, because remember we were saying at five, they're already doing tests to see, mm. you know, how smart you are. And all. From that age, just drum in, look, you have a choice. When it gets to a certain age, whatever age we decide, it will be your choice. But this is the benefits of this. This is the benefits of that. Even if you don't want to follow like an educational, <laughs> someone's singing that. Even if you don't want to follow like a career which require like medicine or whatever, um, here are the benefits that you will gain from having done some kind of education up to that point, if you drum it into them from early, there is some benefit from repeatedly drumming something into a child as they're growing up from that, that age where they're absorbing everything. And then when you get to whatever age we're deciding, we now think it's all right for them to decide, um, they'll be more informed, if that makes sense. Uh, so we think we've got... It's a great point. That, Sam. Okay, yeah. um, we spoke about the problems we see. Um, let's each go around and see one solution we've also seen, and then we can talk about you guys quickly before we round up. Solution to what? What's the problem? The yeah, UK. So, yeah, so I think one solution obviously could be encouraging. Um, one solution, obviously, one is being better parents, being better role models, and not just parents. We have we got some of us have younger brothers and sisters doing the things that our parents can't do and our friends mm. don't do. Not being angry at our parents, our parents can't do it. It's over. Instead of trying to convince them to do it, we gotta do it to the mental because we're more we're more aware. Also, um, you can be you can take you can start taking positions, leadership positions at these schools, school governorships. You spoke mm, about bringing yeah. certain elements from private schools to the state schools. All right, cool. So if you've been to a private school before, you know how certain certain things where they might have certain activities, certain games, certain sports days. As a school as a school governor, you might have some of that power to put that into place. Start doing that. How about you, sir? I think that we need to start doing a lot more to reward the the different types of success that a teacher achieves. Like, for example, intangible success needs to be acknowledged a lot more in terms of, like, you know, a teacher doing something that benefits the mental health of a child or just going above and beyond for a child that has difficulties at home. Like, bro, stuff like that, like, it really needs to be recognised more, like, when you're praising the teacher's performance. It's not every day, like, commercial and grades. Like, I just feel like if you start acknowledging these intangible benefits that a teacher provides to their pupils, you'll see an upturn in morale for the teachers and then better, like, quality of teaching for the pupils. And I just think that there's there's many, many benefits to be had by acknowledging these intangible successes, though. What about you, Asia? Um, I kind of said all that stuff about how important it is that children are given certain things in the home from early. And actually, parents might not be taught it, but you're right. Like, there must be ways we can access parents with that kind of information and support that. So maybe that's my thing to look into. And remember those seven disruptive kids in the class. Mm. <laughs> yeah, real talk. Brady. Um, I would say that I think that it all, it's kind of on us as well that like we shouldn't leave it just to dance teachers or parents that like we should go back to the schools that we went to and kind of be like this is where we started and look what we're doing now kind of give them an insight into what could be of them like what they could be and what they could do 100%. so that's something I feel like we need to take more like ownership of that as well so going back to schools and trying to like talk to some of these kids definitely and you, you bro oh I God. agree with Ori Ori sorry I feel like he said everything, to be honest. The two main points that I had. So, yeah, man. Come on. Uh, quick one before we round up. Um, quick, quick plug. Um, the What Do You Do um, podcast. 
Uh, anything to anything we can look out for in future any yeah so we on? have a podcast called the curve podcast on instagram we are dropping dropping a track oh. <laughs> in a, a week monday motivation monday motivation hey. is it's a band so don't take us too seriously yeah we have a couple of networking events coming Corporate up job. and other events coming up like brunches so just follow us to be like up to day before at the curve podcast everywhere yeah? at the curve podcast and listen to the podcast. And listen to the podcast, obviously. Definitely, definitely. Thanks, a lot, thanks a lot for coming on, guys, man. Thanks, thanks for having us. had a great time. What, what, about, a- what about Asia? Um, um, you can think my grandma. Yeah, if anyone wants to help me find a way to reach out to parents of young kids, yeah. get the reading thing up. What's work? Oh, it's like underscore dot a short dot underscore. One of them like has to go online. Whenever I'm trying to look at your profile, when I'm trying to look at your profile to send you the invite to this event, you couldn't find it. I was like, hold on, what's this? What's Instagram? Let's connect. That's a good idea. We'll put our parents involved. So underscore dot a i. Hang on, let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Cool. In the meantime, follow the podcast at My City Podcast on everything. Subscribe on SoundCloud. When's your next live show? Summer. Summertime, baby. That's. I will do a little, we'll do a little link up. Don't worry about All that. Alright, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, and then um, also, um, everybody, leave a review, subscribe, share with friends, follow Sam. At follow me, Percy Sam underscore Luca one on Twitter. Sam underscore Luca on Instagram. Follow Ire. Uh, I'll say it myself. Um, I, 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 Ire dot eighty, which is I R E dot eighty, and Ire I R A Y L I W A. Maybe I need a better t-shirt as well. <laughs> we, we should have talked about that. We'll talk about that next time. Asia, uh, what's your, your shift? Um, it's underscore dot A I S H. Cool, cool. I right, love for listening, man. Anyway, hey. anyway.